Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. This is QNN, your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy. Hey there, Jack Rinjanan here with your QNN update. The Queensland Council for LGBTI Health, or QC, has announced plans to expand the organisation's regional services and examine the feasibility of a future Pride Centre. QC CEO Rebecca Reynolds acknowledged in an open letter to LGBTIQA plus communities that the organisation has been doing it tough after their Newstead offices were damaged by storms. Centres for the organisation will be added in Townsville, Gladstone and Toowoomba in an effort to achieve a statewide physical presence. Two monkeypox cases have been recorded in the ACT in travellers who have returned from Europe. ACT Chief Health Officer Dr Karen Coleman said risk of community transmission was low and that the disease doesn't easily spread between people. As of July 14, there were 33 confirmed and probable cases of monkeypox in Australia. Sydney World Pride is set to coincide with the 45th Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras next year, but event ticket prices have been criticised by activists. Queer liberationist group Pride in Protest said the ticket prices ranging from roughly $750 to almost $1,800 is an example of corporatised influence barring working class people from attending. Sydney World Pride Chief Operating Officer Gabrielle Pinkstone said that most of the conference will be available to watch for free online, and concessions are available for people experiencing financial hardship and Indigenous attendees. The number of Tory MPs in the running to take over as UK Prime Minister from Boris Johnson has dropped from five to four following a televised anti-trans debate. Tom Tugendhat has generally supported LGBTQ plus rights, but he received the lowest level of support after three rounds of voting. The remaining candidates have been less supportive of LGBTQ plus rights, with former Chancellor Rishi Sunak's first policy pledge being to crack down on trans rights. The new Conservative Party leader and Prime Minister of Britain will be announced on September 5th after around 150,000 Tory party members cast their votes. In South Korea, approximately 13,000 people took part in the Seoul Queer Culture Festival, while Christian and conservative groups held a rally in protest across the road. Gay rights supporters marched under mass police presence for the first time in three years after COVID-19 forced an extended hiatus of large events. Drag queen Hurricane Kimchi said that they were grateful for the opportunity to have an offline festival after a long time foregoing celebrations of queerness. That was your news update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report. In the lead up to the Commonwealth Games, Pride House Birmingham opens to the public on the 22nd of July with a theme, Celebrate, Educate, Participate. The safe space created for LGBTIQA plus athletes, officials, volunteers and spectators is designed to promote participation in sport and physical activity. The Pride House event program includes British canoeing Pride paddle sessions, esports in the gaming area and crafting quilts for the Birmingham HIV AIDS Memorial cover-up scheme. The Euro Games 2022 will take place in Nijmegen, Netherlands in support of inclusion in 
sport and visibility of the LGBTIQA community. The sporting event will host 2,000 participants across 17 sports at all levels from the 27th to the 30th July and is run by the European Gay and Lesbian Sports Federation. The event includes a Zero Flags project displaying the flags of the 71 countries where homosexuality is prohibited with the goal of reducing the flags of shame to zero. Formula One driver Lewis Hamilton took to Instagram to comment on the inappropriate behaviour of fans at the recent Austrian Grand Prix. Social media was flooded with reports of sexist, racist and homophobic behaviour at the event. The seven-time world champion posted to his 29 million followers that he was disgusted and disappointed to hear fans are facing racist, homophobic and generally abusive behaviour at the circuit, calling on the F1 to ensure races are safe spaces for all. And FIFA referee Igor Benvenuto has publicly come out as gay during an interview on the podcast The Locker Rooms, a series exploring homophobia in Brazilian football. The 41-year-old says he is ready to live the second half of his life, inspiring others in football to be their true selves. FIFA said in a statement, we welcome and support Igor's decision to come out, this being an important moment for football in Brazil and in other countries around the world. Thanks, Jacqueline. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQA community this week. The QNN team will be back next week or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for QNN. I'm Jack Ranjanan. QNN was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. QNN is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.